You're listening to a Monster Kid podcast. <laughs> We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this special message. How's it going, eh? Today's show on the Monster Kid Podcast Network is a classic, hosted by two comedic geniuses who've watched way too much North American cinema from the 21st century, Mike Pisacano and Anthony Cilio. Entitled Cinemarketing, this podcast chronicles the heroic adventures of two latter-day consumers of film and the marketing surrounding them or, to use the correct 20th century terminology, losers. We hope you give it three thumbs up. Hi, I'm Mike Pisacano. Welcome to Cinemarketing. Welcome to hell, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Welcome to peaked levels, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what, what is the best, uh, I'm Johnny Knoxville, welcome to Jackass. Which movie has the best uh, one of those? I don't remember if it was at the beginning of the movie, but in the newest one, he says, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to hell. Like, that's sick. (laughs) That's what these movies are. Hell. Yeah. So we're doing the Jackass trilogy. Now, this is the first time that we're covering multiple movies in one episode. And we could have restricted it just one. But I'm like, they're all kind of the same. They're the same fucking movie. Yeah, they're all the same. (laughs) And they all are basically that have the same type of marketing. And... It's not like a movie like Spider-Man or Pirates of the Caribbean where like the the one movie is so huge that it needs to be the whole episode. Like with this, we can just do all three movies, talk about all of them, all the stunts, all the things, because they all kind of had similar marketing campaigns, mar- similar receptions and stuff like that. And uh, we're on the heels of the release of the newest Jackass movie, Jackass Forever. Uh, maybe we'll get to that movie at some point down the line uh, when we decide to return to Jackass. But uh, for now, we're doing the original, the original trilogy, as it were, uh, of Jackass, Jackass number two and Jackass 3D. <laughs> Yes, what a what a perfect trilogy. Honestly, it's this better is, than Star Wars. This is a better trilogy than Star Wars. Oh yeah, honestly. because because each movie just I don't even want to say movies are better than the other. They're like they're all of pretty. If, if like taken at face value, these movies are of equal quality. Yeah, they're all very uh, even the newest one. I would say maybe there's there's some missing elements about the newest one, not having Bam or Ryan Dunn. Dude, uh, just just take these three movies and do like a uh, Coppola cut where you take all of the skits and just shuffle them. Like, that would be sick. I'd watch the whole thing in one sitting. Especially because when we were talking about these movies, we're like, did that happen in the second movie or in the third movie? You could shuffle these up. It doesn't really matter what's from which movie. I think each movie does have its own identity in some ways. And we'll get into that uh, a little bit later. But I do think that, like, you could kind of shuffle these around together and, like, just watch, like, a three-hour-long loop of everything in these movies. (laughs) Jackass funny moments. This whole movie is just jackass funny moments. But anyway, let's just start cast and crew for these movies is all all the same. same. So directed by Jeff Tremaine and it's got the jackass crew as it's called. Johnny Johnny Knoxville, Steve-O, Bam Margera, Chris Pontius, Ryan Dunn, Danger Aaron, Wee Man, Preston Lacey, Dave England. Those are the common people. They get a bunch of other people too. Spike Jones is in all three of them making appearances. They get, you know, Matt Hoffman, Matt Hoffman, Tony Hawk, comedians like Jeffrey Ross. They get all kinds of people on these movies especially as time goes on as you know three six mafia yeah they they get get all kinds of cool stuff rip taylor's in the end of every movie just coming out and be like oh jackass you kill me i Uh, love him so much but just so you guys didn't know just a bit of background this actually comes from um skate movie culture right 
in the 90s and early 2000s, skate culture was all about tapes, right? You would get some guy, you, you every skate crew had one guy with a video camera, with a DV tape, and they would go around and shoot um, skate tricks. And what they would say is, you know, why don't we make these tapes interesting? Let's do sketches. And Bam Margera's crew, who were the, the CKY crew, uh, made some of those skate tapes and they did stunts, which essentially just became jackass. So even though he wasn't in the new one and he's a terrible person, it jackass wouldn't be anywhere without Bam Margera. Yeah. And I mean, especially all of like the the involvement of uh, his parents as oh, yeah. uh, key players in all three of these yeah. movies. Um, but also he spun off and did Wild Boys and Viva La Bam. Well, and- he didn't do Wild Boys. Wild Boys was um, uh, Steve-O and Pontius. Okay. I, yeah. he, did he not make any appearances in Wild Boys? No, no, I don't think he did. But he did do Viva La Bam. Yeah, well, which was his name. A, yeah. a great show. I love Viva La Bam. But anyway, so these were produced by Paramount, MTV Films, and Dick House Productions, who's the Dick, comp- Dick House. I think they've only done the Jackass movies. Is that it? Well, and it, even so, every time that their logo shows up at the beginning of these three movies, it's always like kind of, it, it kind of reminiscent of like the Deke logo, like the rainbow. But yeah. it's Dick House. Like, because we always make the joke whenever you see the Deke logo, we're like, oh, Dick. And it's like, yeah. just now this is out in the open Dick House. Yeah, they've only done, they did Jackass movies and they did Haggard the movie, National Lampoon's TV the movie. Which I think most of the Jackass crew is in. Like, Ming, I think it's a Jackass A movie, movie called Ming Hags. Never heard of it. Action Point, which is a Johnny Knoxville Knoxville movie, and then Steve-O Gnarly, which is his uh, comedy special. Steve-O doing stand-up comedy? I've heard he's not bad. Oh, really? I've heard he's actually not bad. And I love Steve-O. He is so pure. Steve-O is a great individual. I wish I wish Bam Margera was as pure as Steve-O. Because yeah. honestly, out of all of this crew, like given all of the uh, the drama around Bam and like, you know, his, his involvement in these movies and like being uh, having to be taken off because of being so uh, a dick. Yeah, just being a, being dick. a dick and also like, you know, alcoholic be, yeah, not being clean. You would expect watching these movies. You would expect Steve-O to be that guy. And, and he was like, for a while. Yeah, but, like it does seem as if like he's at least cleaned up a little bit got his shit together which is good to see because there are times watching all three of these movies where i'm like damn steve he ain't looking good like he looks like he's on death's door in some of these parts like yeah. <laughs> but anyway without further ado why don't we just start with the first movie jackass the movie 2002 taglines for jackass the movie typical to kind of the taglines for the show like do not attempt this at home uh but this one had the Stuff you'd never see on TV. And that was kind of like the main hook of this first movie. There's going to be cock. There's going to be the stuff that's too too gnarly to be seen on TV. And then, of course, the following stunts were performed by professionals. So neither you nor your dumb buddy should attempt anything from this movie. Uh, So stuff like that, uh, which has been, you know, the taglines for the show, like the MTV warning that comes up before the show and so the movie was released on october 25th of 2002 jackass as a tv series began on mtv in october of 2000 and ran until february of 2002 so at the beginning of this year in 2002 the show had ended and at this point they were approached to make jackass into a movie and originally johnny knoxville was like against the idea because he thought that what they were going to do is that they would get hollywood actors to play the cast and he's like how are you going to make a movie out of this and then once they explain like no it's just going to be jackass like you guys doing stunts but just like we're doing jackass which is also i think that's kind of what 
at like Johnny Knoxville would do with like action point and bad grandpa, like making like narrative versions of these things that are like not as good. Yeah, they're they're pretty shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Bad grandpa. Let's make the worst part of every jackass movie into its own movie. Hey, 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 hey. You respect Irving Zisman. <laughs> I mean, they're fine. Like those, those, those can be funny, but some of them go on way too long. And uh, I, yeah, watching a whole movie of that is not yeah. fun. Oh, and this movie had the uh, SpongeBob thing where it was supposed to be the end of the show. This was just supposed to be the big finale. Yeah, because they were like, well, let's send off Jackass because if their show is being canceled, like let's send it off. Let's do a movie. Let's do a big movie to do all the stuff that we could never do on TV. And then that would be it for the series. And then once this one became so successful and they were like trying to do more stuff afterwards, they're like, they came back for a sequel and stuff. So yeah. And then we'll get wild that. boys and all that other, you know, fun stuff. Yeah. So what? the the movies, the structure of these movies, right? The, every movie has an opening credit scene, which usually has a stunt. The first one is them going down a hill in a shopping cart while you know, rocks and shit get shot at them. Yeah. That's... And then the end of the movie has a big closing number. Usually the second one has like a musical and the third one yeah. has something similar. Yeah. We'll go into specifics yeah. of those. But the but... first one originally yeah, so was supposed origin... to have a big ending. Yeah. So the end of this movie is kind of like this limp dick ending where it's just like out of context. Johnny Knoxville just gets launched off of a catapult into a lake and then Rip Taylor's sitting there in the canoe with a little gun that says bang on it. And he's and he's like, oh, that's the end of the movie. Jackass the movie. And then it's like, oh, OK, that's that's it. That was the big ending. And apparently what they had planned for like the big final stunt at the end of the movie was that they set up this big Rube Goldberg machine thing and you could see some of it in the credits. You could see Wee Man falling down like this Plinko machine into like a, a big lake and all of these different things were supposed to be like like set up in sequence to like, you know, trigger the next thing. And then it would end with Knoxville being launched off into the lake, but they couldn't get all the stuff to line up perfectly. So they just kind of ended it like that. Like he just flops off into the lake. To be, to be fair, it wouldn't surprise me if they're like, hey, we need an ending. Let's get let's get Taylor in the boat and make it funny. And then that became like a running thing. He's at the end of every movie. So I guess I guess that kind of gave us something positive that wasn't going to be in the movie originally. Yeah. You know, sometimes, yeah, taking budgetary restrictions can sometimes lead to a creative innovation. A hundred percent. hundred percent. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit more broadly about like this movie as a whole. So as far as jackass the movie is concerned in comparison to the rest of the series how do you feel about it as a movie and in comparison to the rest of the movies i think it's the weakest but that's just because it was the first as a whole i i mike and when it comes to this listen like they're all like i said they're all equal in my mind it's gonna be hard for me to pick specifics like yes this is the weakest one does that mean it's bad not at all no yeah i think that for me this is the movie that feels the most like a TV series like it feels like it has like it's the most like low grade lo-fi type of thing but I think that that is what gives this movie its specific charm like it has this very like grunge like punk rock skater culture yeah. type of attitude towards it where like the later movies they have like these bigger budgets and they're like bigger productions and stuff yeah. like that whereas this one feels like it's still like that that underground like shot on video like ja like Johnny Knoxville and Bam just like you know jumping off of their roof and doing stupid shit in their backyard like yeah Okay, um, so so moving on to like the release of this film, we got all that out of the way because that's pretty much every one of these movies. It's like, well, did you like it? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we can talk about specific stunts from each of these movies because uh, all of these movies have like, you know, big highlight moments. And uh, we'll, we'll get to we're going to give we're going to give for each of these three movies. We're going to give at the end our favorite stunt from each each one of the movies like our favorite part or like our favorite stunt or just like our favorite moments yeah uh, so anyway pre-release for this movie uh, trailers all right yeah so let's watch the first trailer for jackass the movie the following stunts were performed by professionals so for your safety and the protection of those around you paramount pictures and mtv films insist that neither you nor your dumb little buddies attempt any of what you are about to see So this trailer, uh, some of the stuff that is being shown in this trailer, it starts out with a big uh, MTV like warning. And then that is like kind of the first like indication that like, oh, this is a jackass movie. Like because and then it comes out with a little skull and crutches logo. And it's like, yeah, because that's back in the day where it's like, you know, these movies were movies weren't like highly known about. And this probably was a very like underground production that nobody probably knew that there was going to be a jackass movie until like the trailer was up so it's like if you're in a theater and you're seeing a trailer and it's like the big warning logo it's like if that wasn't a tip off already then you just see that logo and hear the little sting the yeah and then you (laughs) yeah 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 corona by the uh minutemen great song off of a great album double nickels on the dime really 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 good album yeah uh so in this trailer like some of the most highly publicized stunts well one the the big opening with the shopping cart is like kind of it's the main poster image of the movie i like Uh, that poster i really i really do like that poster i know you know more you know as time went on the posters got a bit more streamlined especially after they all came out to just have the, the black background with the skull and crutches logo but i think the first jackass poster with the photoshopped explosion behind them it's got to be photoshopped because that that maybe it's not i don't know but it's a great great poster yeah yeah it it, and also i think because the shopping cart like them like riding in shopping carts and stuff is kind of like a signature move it happens multiple times across the series shopping carts are a big thing yeah so much so that even family guy when they were doing their jackass parody did the roof roof shopping cart yeah uh, yeah it, it, i'm gonna play that clip i'm peter griffin and this is shopping cart roof r- roof roof shop roof shopping cart guys okay go not the first time that family guy and jackass are going to cross over uh in this yep. Yep. um I, I i said this to you before we started recording i feel like family guy and jackass they they share a very similar uh distinction for me because i feel like i'm someone who like have a very a big aversion to like shit and vomit 
Like it gross. Like it's a thing that's very easily grosses me out. Um, but I think a Family Guy and Jackass, Family Guy more so with the vomit. I feel like has desensitized me to vomit. Uh, but but and Jackass has desensitized me to shit and vomit, like real live action shit and vomit. <laughs> so I feel like I'm a little bit more more weathered, a little bit more worn uh, because of these movies. Jeez, a lot of shit and a lot of uh, a lot of puke in uh, Jackass uh, and uh, specifically Jackass 2. We'll get to that one. That that one, I feel like that was the that was the limit tester for me for some of yeah. these. But yeah, let's. Uh, so aside from the the signature shopping cart poster, the other posters for Jackass one, there is a poster for the one of them of uh, shooting rockets out of their ass. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I've never seen that one. That one is different. Like, yeah. I've never... I don't know where you would be able to sh- display that. It's got a naked man on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can barely see it. It's kind of shadowed off a little bit. I guess. Uh, there's uh, Knoxville having a little alligator biting his nipple. That was a moment that was shown in the trailer a lot. There's yeah. a poster for that as well. There's a poster of them walking across the alligator oh, pit. Oh, the tightrope? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah them driving the golf cart on the on the golf course i gotta say as a whole these are great posters yeah they, you know exactly what you're getting into they, they are for lack of a better word perfect posters no yeah and, and it gives off like the manic energy like they're shot at like weird angles and stuff and they're very well they're very like nice posters like they're all very colorful they're very like eye-catching they do exactly what they got to do yeah uh, every movie the posters for mostly every movie, aside from just like the black background with the logo, most of the posters for each of the movies are like the signature stunt moments that they make the posters out of. They're, they're usually never the main poster, though. Um, for the first yeah. movie, it has like the shopping cart thing. And then Jack is Forever, the newest one, has. I feel like I've seen like the one of them being launched out of the cannon uh, yeah. with the wings. That seems like that's become like the signature poster for that movie. Yeah. But yeah, that's most of the poster. There's one of like the main ca- of the cast just standing there, uh, and the tagline "Our movie, our way." Yeah, to give a, uh, giving off that the rest of that like punk rock kind of vibe. Yeah, ain't like, no ain't no uh, you know producers of this shit. Yeah, no companies telling us what to do. Yeah, that that indie like DIY type of attitude yeah. that they had with this. Uh, the soundtrack for these movies, aside from Corona by the Minutemen, which is like the Jackass theme song, this first movie has uh, well also. Uh, the song that kind of makes an appearance in all these movies. Uh, if you're going to be, if dumb, you're going to be dumb, you gotta be tough. If you're going to be dumb by Roger Allen Wade, who's actually Johnny Knoxville's cousin. So yeah, he wrote this song. I pretty, I'm pretty sure he wrote it for Jackass. It's in every movie and it pretty much exemplifies what Jackass is. If you gotta be dumb, if you're going to be dumb, you gotta be tough. Yeah. <laughs> these guys are dumb and they, 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 yeah. they, they i think it's tough in them a little i gotta i gotta give the soundtrack uh credit because it opens i love soundtracks that open with little intros or albums that open with intros it opens with a four second clip of just johnny knoxville says hi i'm johnny knoxville and welcome to jackass yeah looking at the uh at the soundtrack listing for all of these movies a lot of them have like a uh, little five second like bits of dialogue from the movie you know the stuff that you delete before you put it on your ipod <laughs> because it's yeah. just gonna shuffle and you're gonna you're, you're giant oxville randomly yeah this soundtrack has the ramones with uh california yeah. sun the minutemen andrew wk cky has baby uh, got back in the uh yeah, that's sort of mix a lot that's in the the scene when it's like tony hawk and uh and Matt Hoffman, I believe, yeah, they're, in the, they're in the fat suits doing uh, skate tricks and bike yeah, tricks and stuff. It's rad as shit. 
But yeah, the, the the soundtrack really just exemplifies how much this is rooted in skate culture. Early two like, thousands, like skate punk skate culture. Yeah, this like, is this is soundtrack of a Tony Hawk game. Like yeah. this is a Tony Hawk game soundtrack. This the also the thing about this movie is that because they have like professional skaters in this, you get the joy out of seeing like a bunch of dumb idiots like fucking eat pavement. And but you also do get to see like a bunch of like actual professional skaters like actually landing cool stunts and like and like you know pulling it off. It's and almost like it's a like I said before, it's like a 90 minute skate video. Honestly, like outside of the vomit and poop, there's a lot of cool skate shit in this. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll get back to some of our favorite stunts and uh, yeah. other things specifically in this movie. But let's move on to the critical reception for Jackass, the first movie on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie had a 49 percent with 94 reviews total, 46 fresh and 48 rotten. Just just like right down the middle. Yeah, this was before people kind of understood what Jackass was. And you'll see like the reviews for each of these movies is going to increase like exponentially to the point where this new movie, the Jackass forever is at like an 89%. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Even though that one, even though it's one of the weaker ones, it's the highest rated. I was like, yeah, I think it's because at this point, like we've progressed so far, like people understand what Jackass is and what we go to Jackass for I, back in 2002, when it's like, I, I can imagine this was probably seen as like, Oh, this is the death of culture. Like this is probably seen as like, ow, my balls, the movie. Like, yeah, honestly. But uh, so the critics consensus reads, there's a good chance you'll be laughing hysterically at one stunt, but getting grossed out by the next one in this big screen version of the controversial MTV show. I mean, to be fair, yes, um, yeah, even that's a pretty even a to pretty us who like this movie, like uh, we'll, we'll get to like some of the ones that like are a little too much for us. But let's move on to uh, continue continue this segment on metacritic this movie has a 42 out of a 100 rating it has six positive reviews three mixed and five negative the best review reads the jackass boys achieve true genius however when they take their penance public before stunned inert onlookers these skate punks situationists transform official zones of work and leisure office parks golf courses bowling alleys into arenas of dangerous stupidity to remind us that in the end we're all just meat paul malcolm of la weekly gives us an 80 out of 100 that is a very interesting way to look at it yeah where it's like oh they're t- it's like the some it's, sort of like meta textual analysis oh like they're t- they're they're forcing you out of your comfort zone in your average everyday life yeah, it's like yeah i kind of hate it they're it's like dude they're hitting each other in the balls and eating shit like it's yeah. <laughs> literally eating shit i mean i mean to be fair i mean at this point like kudos for being this high on jackass in 2002 like getting but you're a dork head. i want you're but you're a dork and i want to yeah. shove you in a locker speaking of dorks i want to shove in a locker i had to pick two for the worst reviews because they're oh, both and they're both from terrible newspapers they're both from the the two worst new york publications the new york post and the daily news i figured i'd get them both in because they're both zero out of a 100 and i figured that we just we just want to take the piss out of out of our fucking hometown locals yeah i uh, fucking the, the new york post and daily news are not news it's literally fox news on paper it's garbage (laughs) so the one that comes from the new york post says to call jackass the movie the worst movie of the year is practically a compliment the plotless crudely videotaped collection of moronic stunts is a movie in the same sense that those hideous velvet depictions of elvis or paintings lou lemonick of new york post gives it a zero out of 100 i want to know what this guy's favorite movies are i i I imagine this guy eats white bread exclusively eats white bread and drinks water this guy sounds so plain. Uh, 
fuck this guy. Yeah, imagine getting this man. Again, I let's Oh go. good. He's retired. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, this is the biggest low down, rotten, disgusting, depraved sideshow in the megaplex. Check your brains, your taste, and your self-respect right over there with the bearded ticket taker, Jack Matthews, Daily News Zero out of one hundred. Also, what well, come on. Why are you making fun of the ticket taker? Why are you making fun of the, the hard work and the, the, the minimum wage theater workers? Because they need to pull up those bootstraps and work yeah, harder. The New York elite, let me yeah, tell you. Yeah, fucking awful, awful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think this is emblematic of like a lot of the attitude around Jackass where it's like people felt like we're, we're too good for this. Like this is just stupid, low grade, vile depravity. Like we're we're smarter than this. But it's like... Oh, by the way, just want to say Lou Luminick is the guy who hit um, Roger Ebert in the head with a rolled up newspaper at the critic screening of Slumdog Millionaire. The- <laughs> Lou Lemonick was sitting in front of Roger Ebert and he was moving around so Roger Ebert could not see the subtitles. So he tapped him on the shoulder and asked him if he can move or sit down more. And he turned around and hit Roger Ebert with a magazine. What a fucking... What a fucking! What is he a dog? Like what <laughs> what is, he just had a. Like, he just had a magazine on him. In I, the had, movie I had to look up. I had to look him up on Wikipedia, and that's what came up. It has its own section. His sections on Wikipedia are life and career, and then Ebert screening. <laughs> that's that's it. <laughs> His Wikipedia page is like not even scrollable. It's like just one short fucking sad page. God. It doesn't even have a picture. Uh, Fuck this guy. <laughs> All right, box office results. Uh, Jack has a movie uh, opened at number one on its opening weekend with $22 million. Uh, it was up against The Ring, which w- was number two with $18 million on its second weekend and opened up against Ghost Ship, which... Uh, <laughs> More like ghost shit. Yeah, which uh, which had uh, opened at number three with $11 million. What is Ghost Ship? It's, I don't know. It's a movie about... There's a ghost on a ship, I guess. I don't know. Is it Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> no. No, that's a good ghost ship movie. Uh, it's a Previous episode. Go listen to our Pirates of the Caribbean and the Curse of the Black Pearl episode. Oh, God. Carl Urban's in it. It's directed by Steve Beck. It's a remake. Oh, no. It's unrelated to a 1952 movie. And that movie has a 16. So, okay. <laughs> All right. Yes, the budget of Jackass the movie was $5 million, which, of course, it, on its total worldwide gross made $79 million. So, yeah, of course, this is a big, huge net gain for them. Yeah, a win, honestly. Yeah, the, the movie was released on DVD on March 25th of 2003. Still not on Blu-ray. We're, wait, we're holding out for that Criterion release of the trilogy. I'm telling you, they, we're holding out for it. Yeah, honestly, like we say this as a joke, like, like, oh, they should put Jackass on Criterion. But no, honestly, like, I think... Like, look at someone like, like, how is this any different than like Pink Flamingos? Like, tell me how. <laughs> yeah, honestly, dude, it, it's it's a perfect representation of the early 2000s. It's uh, it's indie. provocateur cinema. It's provocateur cinema. It's indie to the ninth degree. It's gonzo filmmaking. Like, dude, they released the Beastie Boys uh, music video collection for the same reasons that they should be releasing this. Yeah, this fits the mold perfectly. Yeah. So the awards run for this movie, uh, mostly you're going to see a lot of uh, from the rest of the movies. These are going to be the same award shows pop up Uh, the MTV Movie Awards, of course, because this is an MTV property. So at the MTV Movie Awards, this movie was nominated for Best Comedic Performance for Johnny Knoxville, Best On Screen Team, Johnny Knoxville, Bam Margera, Chris Pontius and Steve-O specifically only. Yeah, those are the big those are the big ones. And then the best fight award was not was nominated Johnny Knoxville versus Butterbean. Yeah, they they uh, Butterbean's a professional boxer, and they uh, 
fight in a store and Johnny Knoxville gets a concussion. It's it's fucking sick. They they're like in a department store and they just box. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and then nominated for a Razzie and won the Razzie for most flatulent teen targeted movie. This is this should be at the Oscars. Like this is an indicator of a good movie, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's got Scooby Doo and Eight Crazy Nights were also nominated. Both of those are fucking Kino. So damn. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. One yeah. So the, won this category against Scooby Doo, Eight Crazy Nights, and Crossroads and Triple X. Did There's those have fart? did those have farts in them? Like a Britney Spears comedy and like a Vin Diesel action movie. Did they have farts? Were did they Triple X? I don't know if Triple X had fart jokes. I gotta <laughs> I gotta research this. But okay. Very, very interesting. Uh, fuck the Razzies, dude. Yeah. Razzies suck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now, before we move on to Jackass number two, let's wrap up Jackass number one. Uh, and let's run through what is your what's your favorite stunt or favorite segment from this movie? And what is what's the most painful one? I think that the, the grossest, most painful one for us, we'll, it, it's pretty unanimous. And we'll describe them for you. First one for us definitely is paper cuts. Yeah. So paper cuts is they're sitting in a hotel room, drunk as shit late at night and they have a manila envelope and they're cut using the sharp edge of the manila envelope to cut the webbings between their fingers and toes and then the their mouth yeah no this this and is the, the tip of their nose I, I can't i can't this is a little too hard to watch sometimes it like it turns I, my spine to glass like i can't fucking look at yeah, it we have a friend who we say the word paper cuts and he just goes like ah, ah, ah. yeah it, it like scarred him for life dude it, it's horrible like jesus yeah. no movie has ever elicited that kind of reaction for me like come and see eh who gives a shit paper cuts fuck you <laughs> uh but now favorite son this is this i think this is the hardest that i laughed when we watched this movie but i also do think that i would qualify it i would put it under like the too gross like i can't look at it uh is wasabi snooters so in each movie we forgot to mention this each movie they go to they usually go to some kind of uh locale in the first one they went to japan and there's a scene where they're at a sushi restaurant and of course there's a big pile of wasabi there and what does Steve-O do? <laughs> he put, he not even just eats it. It's not that, oh, he eats it and that's the sign. No, no, he makes a line of it and snorts the wasabi. <laughs> snorts the wasabi and then he starts gagging and pukes into his dish. And it's not even puke. It's like snot. It is snotty puke. Yeah. And then it's, and then without even a second glance, as if he knew that it was what he had to do, dips the rest of the wasabi in the pile of puke snot vomit in his dish and then eats it and then throws up again. <laughs> like he knew his fate. He knew what he had it to was, do. It's oh God, it's it's so funny, dude. It, I, I was laughing very hard. This yeah. was, it was the, la the hardest I laughed in this movie, but it's still like, I, I, again, aversion to sh to like vomit and puke and bodily fluids it's so yeah dude it, no but I, I think just the moment of defeat but my i think my favorite is tied between both wasabi snooters and the um there's a scene where bam also in this in these movies there's a i love every scene with bam fucking with his parents phil and april <laughs> and um this was the first one with the alligator. Or was that yes? The that was one? in the yes. This is in the first movie. So there's a scene where <laughs> Bam just puts an alligator in their in their kitchen when they're not home, and then they come home. Ape comes home, and there's an alligator in there. 
<laughs> and she starts freaking the fuck out. Well, yeah, because there's a live alligator in your room. But the but the best part is it is that she's screaming like, "Is it real? Is it real?" It's like if it wasn't real, why would you be screaming this loud? Yeah, she's it? like, "Is it real, Pam? Is it real?" And then he says, "Yeah, it's real." And she freaks. Out. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's real. It's a fucking alligator. Yeah. Honestly, there there comes a point the the fuckery with Bam's parents. It's like it goes beyond being pranks. I'm like, this is domestic terrorism at, at a certain <laughs> it's point. Fucked up. Oh, and also there was one thing that I didn't mention. There was the series of TV spots with April and Phil Margera, where it was like little infomercials of like how to be a good parent. And then Bam like comes in and smacks him and something. And then it's like Jack has the movie open. And I think that was a fun series of commercials. Yeah, it was like and, public service announcements. Yeah. And yeah. I wish that there were more stuff like that for two and three. Parents and family play a big part in the development of values, but friends do too. <laughs> Parents often worry their teenager is running with the wrong crowd and could do something to regret later and be patient and trust them, they won't let you down. <laughs> All right? Now you're getting crazy on this There's also the scene in this movie. Bam uh, needs to get his ass beat. Yeah. <laughs> the, this, there's also uh, the scene that's in this movie that Family Guy also parodied when Bam runs into the bathroom. Oh, while well, Phil's taking a shit. And he just beats and he's just beating on him while he's he sitting rips on the toilet. His shirt and rips off. And yeah. Fucking... And then they, they recreated that in a scene in Family Guy where Stewie uh, does the same to Peter. Okay, okay, try to think of a happy place to be. Happy place. Um, okay, okay, I'm on MTV's Jackass. Hey, I'm Stewie Griffin, and I'm going to be kicking my dad's ass all day today. Ah, 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 what the hell? Ah, Stewie, no, no, stop. Ah, ah, knock it up, knock it up. Ah, ah, come on. Come on, Stewie. You're acting crazy out there, man. Great scene great scene all right so now i think we've uh we've gone over jackass one uh to the extent that i think that we've can let's move on now to jackass number two they had to call it number two yeah well of the possibilities that uh they also could have called this movie uh the working titles was jackass the movie two which i guess assume that that's like untitled jackass sequel like yeah, that's just yeah. that uh jackass the sequel which again which goes with the jackass the movie jackass yeah. the sequel and then this one I, I wish this was the name of the movie jackass 2 son of jackass <laughs> i think that's so good it's like they already use that because at the end of jackass one there's a a post credit scene where they do son of jackass and it's all of them as like 60 year old men and they're being blown up and killed and stuff yeah. so they already used the son of jackass thing but I think it would have still been a, a better title. Although Jackass number two, it, it's, it a writes it's, yeah, it's a poop joke. It's a poop joke. It writes itself. All of the taglines capitalize on that. There's one is it's guess who just made number two. The number one movie in America is number two. Uh, in 2002, people were appalled by what they saw. Well, guess what? We just made number two. Like Which they, I love. That's my favorite tagline. Yeah, they, yeah they, they just really milked the number two uh, title that they had with this. Because uh, if there's one thing that's funny. It's poop. Yeah. And I will say that this is this movie is the most poop laden. Uh, I will say it I'm, is a poopy. It is an extremely poopy movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say that between 
we'll, we'll get into it later. But I think that Jackass Three uh, has the Steve O porta potty launch thing. It does. That probably. I guess by by uh, cubic measurements is probably the most shit. Like probably the, lo- the- we're measuring it by t- yeah. by cubic centimeter of turd. But I will say that this but this movie probably has the the most amount of sketches involving shit. Yes. Um. So the movie was released on September twenty second of two thousand six, and this is when we starting to get into like some of the more online heavy campaigning with this movie. The film had four different screenings for fans of Jackass and MySpace users which was part of myspace's black carpet screening what was this what was myspace's black carpet screening i have no idea it must have been some kind of hang on i'm gonna yeah, look, let's look at this, this up yeah uh i got a i got a thing here from ad week that says myspace is introducing a movie marketing program that aims to harness word of mouth buzz for upcoming releases the social networking juggernaut has launched the black carpet an opt-in group on the site that will alert myspace users to preview screenings of new movies in its first deal myspace is promoting uh, News Corp sibling 20th Century Fox's Borat by promoting September 20th screenings at 25 cities in the U.S. Yeah, so Borat came out in like sep- yeah, like around September 2006 as well. So I feel like this idea like launched right around the same time. Yeah, it's like, like an so- opt-in thing where it was an opt-in thing on MySpace where you could sign up and then you'll be randomly selected. They'll email you like, hey, you want to go to an early showing of Jackass? Here's your ticket. It's basically go Fobo. Like, yeah, it's 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 whatever. Yeah. I would have if I was on MySpace at the time and I was older, I would have signed up for it. Yeah, the screen was twelve. Yeah. So. <laughs> The screenings took place a few days before the movie was released. Some of the screenings also had surprise visits by cast and crew. For example, at the Pennsylvania screening, director Jeff Tremaine and Johnny Knoxville and Bam Margera showed up. Yeah, and they still do that today. There's videos online of uh, Jackass Forever screenings where, you know, uh, Preston Lacey and Danger Aaron and a bunch of other people show up to the showings by surprise. If you go on their Instagram page, you can see it. It's, it's, it's really sweet. Again, it still feels like they still have like their indie roots where it's like we got to like go like market this gorilla style like on our on the street. Like, yeah, where even though it's like they're, it's Jackass, it's a big franchise. Everybody knows now. Oh, they still it, do it. Yeah. yeah. Even for the new one, they had the giant inflatable penis that they brought to random places to promote the movie. <laughs> uh, and the other thing uh, interesting about this movie, uh, is, as far as stuff that was marketed for the movie but didn't end up making it in so in the trailer for jackass number two which we will show uh right after this we'll we'll talk about the trailers and i'll show the trailer for jackass two there's a shot where they do a stunt called the lamborghini tooth pull which where they have don vito who is bam margera's uncle vincent margera they have him strapped to a chair and they have a little string tied to his tooth and they draw and attached to a lamborghini and they drive it and pull his tooth out they filmed it didn't end up putting it in this movie. It ended up making it in the trailer. And then they they reused that stunt in Jackass 3D and they did it with Danger Aaron instead. Yeah, and I think it had it definitely has something to do with the fact that uh he was arrested in 2006 for uh inappropriately touching two 12-year-old girls. So yeah, uh, yeah, he was uh and then he was on prob- 10 years of probation. Yeah, he had to register as a sex offender. Yeah, he's a pedophile. So it's good on them for taking that out. No, yeah. I, I mean, we'll, just when you thought the Margera family couldn't get any worse. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah. So let's show the trailer for Jackass number two. When it was released in 2002, people were outraged. A new low. A plunge into depravity. Sad commentary on our degenerating culture. A 
disgusting, repulsive, grotesque spectacle. Unfortunately for them, <laughs> we just made number two. I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> I really am. I'm completely ashamed of myself. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, so this one, again, has the trademarks of a lot of these jackass trailers where it's it has like a voiceover with like dramatic narration where it's like, when this movie came out, everyone was appalled. Like stuff like that. And it shows like the negative critic reviews at the beginning. And then it's like, well, guess what? We just made number two. And then, I mean, the trailers for a lot of these movies probably don't work in an audio only medium because it's a lot of like, yeah, we'll tell you what they are. It's, it's, it's the jackass theme with a bunch of like screaming and stunt. Cause all of the trailers are just like super cuts of like all the mm. stunts and stuff that are in these movies. Yeah. So for this movie, the, the posters for this movie, they mainly just kind of went with the with the crutches logo. Like there, there's a, there's some like variant posters that you can find on here. The DVD cover looks to be kind of reminiscent of how the first movie, like the opening stunt of the first movie, was like the shopping cart, and that was the main poster. They have one. Uh, the the DVD is the opening stunt for this movie which is the running of the bulls where they're like being chased uh through the streets by a bunch of bulls mm -hmm. uh, they love the bulls in these movies they just yeah uh some of the other stunts or scenes from this movie that were used as posters was the other most famous stunt in the movie is the giant red rocket where johnny knoxville attaches himself to a giant rocket and uh launches himself into a lake this jackass 2 also had i don't know if it's on that list there but Jackass 2 had one of my favorite posters, and I can't find it now. I remember my local movie theater had it. It was a Jackass number two poster with the Anaconda ball pit. There is a stunt in the movie where they're in a ball pit. Knoxville's in his sailor outfit, and I just liked it because it was so colorful. You saw the snake, all the colored balls. The guys stood out. So it, 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 uh, this could be a forgotten memory because I can't find it for the life of me. But I remember my friggin movie theater had it. Yeah, I also remember that there was a poster, which is just Steve-O with the helmet on his head, just sitting there like, you know, the, the calm before the storm. Like, yeah, <laughs> for that stud, Steve-O is wearing a big helmet and there's a tube attached to it. Preston farts into the tube and then Steve-O uh, vomits with the tube inside. Don't of his forget, head. he also poops a little. There's a little, there's a little poopy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a little poopy on there. Yeah. Uh, and then Family Guy, of course, they reenacted this stunt uh, in one of their episodes. I'll include that here. Chris, check it out. Jackass number two. This whole day has been one big laugh riot. Just peak television right there. Yeah. And also Family Guy and Jackass, they also had a little bit more crossover because that in that episode where they where they try to be Jackass, um, the episode opens 
with them watching Jackass on the TV. And it, it sounds like Johnny Knoxville's voice. So it seems like Johnny Knoxville did the voice for this episode of Family Guy where he plays himself. Yeah, I don't think Steve-O was above being on Jackass, Mike. That doesn't surprise me. You mean Family Guy? I mean, uh, Family Guy. It doesn't surprise I don't think Steve-O was above Family Guy. I think <laughs> that doesn't really surprise me. We now return to Jackass. Hello, my name's Johnny Knoxville, and I'm going to take a shotgun blast to the face. Okay, ready? (laughs) (laughs) So, some other stuff around this movie. Now, this this wasn't specifically tied into promotion for Jackass number two, but it's something about some of the things that are about uh, Jackass as a franchise that happened around the same time that I feel like I can include. So this mo- this had a video game, uh, Jackass the Video Game. Now My I- brother had this game yeah. for the PlayStation 2. <laughs> game was released for the PlayStation 2, PSP, and uh, the Nintendo DS, uh, released on September 24th of 2007, so about a year after this movie came out. And this game is a lot more influenced by the show, and the conceit of the game is that like uh, it's just a mini game collection yeah well just do the stunts yeah it's that like oh they need a new a new season's worth of material for jackass so it's like this that's the basis for yeah what they're you're doing. they're all of either all the stunts are either steer this thing aim this thing or it's dance dance revolution yeah. that's every stunt that's all it is yeah, it also seems to have like some Tony Hawk like types of things where it's like perform this trick and earn this many. Oh, points. yeah, there's like missions inside each one. Like, oh, get all the tapes, run over five people. So they tried to extend because when you realize it, there's only like 12 or so mini games. I don't remember how many mini games, but there weren't a lot. So they really had to stretch this as much as possible. Yo, they really should just make Jackass Party. Make Jackass Party. <laughs> yeah. Jackass Party Superstars. I want it yeah. on the Switch a Mario this Party, year. A Mario Party game with Jackass and Jackass style stunts would be awesome. Yo, who are you maining in Jackass Party? Oh, I'm maining fucking Knoxville. Uh, <laughs> of course I am. What are you, main Mario also? No, that's a good point. That's I'm, good I'm point. picking Wii Man. <laughs> oh, Wii Man is a good choice. You know what? Fuck it. Pontius, yeah, <laughs> party boy over. Here. He yeah. is the party boy. He He's was the party boy. <laughs> yeah, the Jackass is number two's soundtrack. They have Three Six Mafia in the movie, and they are uh, responsible for probably one of the grosser sketches in Jackass history, where Steve O eats cow shit. They just—it's <laughs> literally—they just go into a field and he just eats a dry piece of cow shit that they found in the middle of the field. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's like and. and at a certain point, it's like, okay, I get some of the Steve-O stunts where it's like, oh, he's going to do jump into a big pile of shit or like, you know, have like ju- a porty potty thing. He's like, this was just literally just eat a piece of shit. Like, it's like, it's too, it's too direct. Like, it's, it's too direct. Yeah. Oh, and it's not Steve-O. It's Dave England. Yeah. Dave England eats the cow shit. Yeah. Uh, and it's horse shit. Yeah. <laughs> On the soundtrack, some of the other dialogue lines they have are um <laughs> this is a line we quote all the time with uh Knoxville and Margera is like, yo, are you crying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, my favorite also is on here, Chris Pawnee is just going, I'm ashamed of myself. He drinks horse semen and then immediately just goes, I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a great line. Besides that, this the, the like again, 
Tony Hawk soundtrack. It's got Smut Peddlers, Three Six Mafia, Karen O, Turbo Negro, The Vandals, Peaches. It's got Pavement. Yeah. Fucking Pavement is excellent. The, the, Elvis, yeah, for the, some reason. I think the, the needle drop of this movie is uh, the uh, Peaches uh, Fuck the Pain Away, or more commonly known as Sucking on My Titties Like You Wanted Me Calling Me. Yeah, that's a good, <laughs> there'll be, there'll be yeah. times I'm just like, I'll be just like wandering around my house doing just random chores. I'll just be the, sitting there like, Sucking on My Titties. Like, this song <laughs> is has penetrated my head at this point but honestly like this 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 uh movie actually uh introduced me to pavement the song cut your hair pavement is a great band and i thank this movie for it (laughs) and then of course it has roger allen wade this is sometimes i don't know if i'll make it but i also think in the movie even though it's not on here oh no if you're going to be dumb is also on here but it's covered by the smut peddlers yeah, and so let's move on to the Rotten Tomatoes reviews for this movie. This one fared a little higher than the first one. I feel like people like kind of got the idea of it now and were a little bit more on board with it. Rotten Tomatoes has a 64%. Uh, the critics' consensus reads, better than any sequel to a movie of a television show has a right to be. Jackass number two dares you not to laugh. Pretty much. That's a good consensus. Man. Yeah, it's, it's weird that this is a series where each movie gets better. Like it's yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Metacritic scores, it had a 66 out of a 100. So we're in the green now It has 17 positive, four mixed and two negative. The best review reads comedy, like most everything else is subjective. And this may be the greatest example out there of getting it or not. If you thought the first movie, the original TV show, the Three Stooges or football in the groin was funny. <laughs> chances are Jackass number two is right up your alley peter von der Herr of film threat a uh, 100 out of a 100 based <laughs> yeah no i think it, it is this is an example of like and this is i'm just gonna come out and say now this is the best one i think it's a respectable choice i think we'll, we'll get to what what i feel about the between this and the third one but i think this review here kind of emphasizes like yeah the subjectivity of comedy where it's like if you think it's funny you'll like it if you don't think it's funny you're not gonna like it like it's just that plain yeah. and simple yeah uh worst review in con- contrast to the worst review yeah, yeah. <laughs> worst review says there's no plot here like the mtv show that spawned it this movie is just a progression of increasingly disgusting and or dangerous stunts jessica reeves of chicago Tribune. oh no the movie gave me exactly what i knew it was gonna give me i hate it i think saying that there's no plot here is like that's a little bit ridiculous like why why would you want a plot in jackass for there was a skit in jackass forever like they have like this big opening action movie set and we're like man this is going on way too long it's a good thing that the the whole movie isn't like this by the way i also want to mention um jackass number two ebert and roper it was richard roper and guest critic fred willard gave it a two thumbs up i i gotta find this i'm i'm putting i gotta find that put that clip in here i need to see what fred willard said about jackass uh, <laughs> fred willard gave it a thumbs up yeah. that's so sick while fans of the first one are probably already running to buy tickets i have a feeling these guys would like nothing more but a thumbs down to call them crazy and stupid would make them proud and even though there are warnings at the beginning and end about trying these stunts i don't think it will deter some kids i hope i'm never asked to be in one of these films but they seem like a bunch of guys i'd like to hang around with Sorry to do this to you, Johnny, but I had fun and I'm giving them a thumbs up. Uh, so this movie's box office uh, was number one on its opening weekend with 29 million, a higher opening weekend gross than the first movie. This movie opened against Fearless. What is Fearless? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Flyboys and All the King's Men. All the King's Men. <laughs> it's a remake of the 40s movie and it stars Sean Penn or something. Is I know it that good? much. 
Uh, I think it's got like a six on Rotten Tomatoes a or something six? like that. Yeah, it's pretty, a six? pretty badly reviewed. A uh, pretty well-known uh, failed Oscar bait movie. Uh, this had Oscar buzz. Did an episode about it uh, last year or oh, something. Fearless is a Jet Li movie. Uh, and Flyboys is like James Franco is like a World War II fighter pilot or something. That's dad core. Yeah. So yeah, not again, this is late September, late October something. Not the highest look at like, this, competition. Look at this poster for Flyboys. Oh yeah, it's stupid. He looks. Yeah, it's just James Franco wearing an aviator goggles. He he looks like a Muppet. He doesn't even look like a human being. What is that? (laughs) Uh, World War One. Sorry. Yeah, this. this, Yeah, it's it's uh, it's got a thirty three. Uh, so the budget for this movie a little bit higher, eleven point five million dollars. Its total domestic gross was seventy two million, and total worldwide was eighty four million. So yeah, a, a higher haul than the first movie by just a little bit. This movie was released on home media. It had an unrated DVD release on December twenty sixth of two thousand six, and this spawned what Jackass does from for all their movies now. A 0.5 release. Yep. Basically, every time they shoot these movies, according to Jeff Tremaine, they shoot like two movies worth of content. And then they cut it down to what's the best. Yeah, so Jackass 2.5 was released to Blockbuster.com and Hulu as a free screening from December 19th to the 31st of 2007. And this, mind you, this is back when Hulu was like a new website. It's like, hey, you could watch TV shows yeah. this is on the, your computer. Basically back when Hulu was basically like you could watch a five minute clip of Family Guy. I don't know. No, you could watch full episodes on Hulu back then. You could. Yeah. But it wasn't it wasn't a subscription or anything. You just went to Hulu.com. It was like because this is right when 2006, 2007 was when I don't know if this is after Google bought YouTube. But back in the day, the Internet was Wild West and you could just go on YouTube and like upload full Family Guy episodes, full movies. And people would go on there and just watch them. And then Google bought YouTube and was like, yeah, we're not having any of that shit. Hulu came around and said, hey, remember those times you were able to go on YouTube and watch Family Guy? Now you can go on our website and do it legally. We're just going to put a bunch of ads on the side. Yeah, I remember so, I remember trying to watch Community, uh, like keep up with it with on Hulu with ads. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a miserable experience. Yeah. Uh, so Jackass 2.5 was released a year after the first movie was released on DVD. It was released on DVD December 26th of 2007, which is right in between that window of when it was available to watch as a free screening on Hulu. You gotta remember also, it's kind of interesting. Good for them. Like, you don't hear a lot of movies from this era being released exclusively online, you know what I mean? 2006, a lot of people didn't didn't even have high-speed internet in 2006. Like... There were parts of the U.S. that did not have, like, broadband. You were still on fucking dial-up. So this was, like, good on them. That's, like, an experimental thing for the time. I'm, uh, hey, I, I, I applaud I that. Mean, yeah, I mean, the releasing of a Jackass 2.5, like, there's a different... It's not even just, like, a director's cut where it's like, oh, we put more stuff in it. It's like its, it's own, new content. It's, it's all like, new content. Yeah, it's like its own little, like, bonus feature where because there's, like, interviews with Jeff Tremaine and the cast of Jackass of, like, the stuff that didn't make it into the movie. And then we see some of it. We watched Jackass number 2.5 a few nights ago, and... It's good. The, <laughs> the one sketch that I still laugh at, I wish it was in the movie, they just shoot Preston in the ass with a rubber bullet... <laughs> And yeah. the facial expressions that he makes like five different facial expressions before finally it, letting out a sound. It literally looks like that. It reminds me of that Charles Manson interview when they ask, ask him that question and he does like six faces before he answers the question. That's <laughs> that's what he goes through. Yeah. There's also one uh, where 
<laughs> it's called Beauty and the Beast, where they they dress Preston up as a giant gorilla, and Wee Man is a is a princess, and they fly like f- little remote control airplanes yeah, at him on top of a porta potty, <laughs> and they fly little remote control airplanes at him, and he like swats them down, and then they hit it's him great. and stuff. So this movie had one nomination from one awards body. Nominated? You're telling me this wasn't nominated for anything at the MTV Movie no. Awards? No, go on IMDb right now. This is the only nomination it is listed for. It's the Stinkers Bad Movie Awards, Return of the Stinkers Bad Movie Awards. This is the one it, that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, right? it was nominated for Most Painfully Unfunny Comedy, which uh, the winner of that was Date Movie, and the other nominees were Little Man, Beer Fest, and Deck the Halls. All terrible. So literally all bad movies and then Jackass 2. Yeah, this is... Listen, you can not like the movie, but I'm like, it's it is funny. Like it, it you will laugh at something in this. Yeah, movie. D- date movie is. Horrible. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Like it's. I had that. Yeah, had and also that. it's the movie that I had on my PSP. I found an MP4 of it on LimeWire. Oh, I thought you had it as a UMD. Movie. No, no, I had it downloaded on my memory stick. Oh God. But anyway, yeah. So with this, this was also I think the last year of the uh, Stinkers bad movie awards i'd like was this decision just so monumentally stupid that they had to cancel the whole award show because i believe it yeah yeah it's so let's talk about this movie uh in specific so what do you how do you feel about jackass number two and in comparison to the rest of the movies and then let's get into what our favorite parts of this movie are jackass 2 is the best one just say that definitively definitively it's the best one all right, I'll. It has the most. It has the best pacing. It has the best order of stunts, which is pacing. It has the um best balance between stunts and pranks and stupid shit. And I think it, it it's perfect right in the middle. Yeah, see, I, I I'm not gonna agree with you by saying that it's the best movie. I I think as far as pacing goes and like the order of stunts, I think that this movie, honestly, I think that. Some of the pranks and stuff, like, they go on way too long. Like, the whole, like, terrorist taxi cab thing at the end, that's, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, it's and great, though. I honestly, I no, I mean, one, it's a little racist. And of course, I, it, but that's the thing. They made it racist because they're like, dude, there's no way. Because they knew that Aaron was a fucking idiot. So, like, we're going to make the most ridiculous sounding stunt. And he's going to actually believe that we're going to do it. Yeah. And he did because he's a fucking idiot idiot (laughs) and and he put all of their pubes on his face oh yeah (laughs) with crabs and all yeah but no but i think that yeah because that because that one i think i think this also has a lot of bad grandpa stunts it has um but i will say that there and it also has a lot of the gross shit so this movie it has uh, higher highs than the first movie like i do think that the whole finale ending of the big musical number which is just them singing it's uh, was it the best of times from the La Caja Foils, which is the musical that the Birdcage is based yes. off of. Uh, it's a great like big like production number that like they get like all right, this is what we could do with the budget for a sequel, and they're also like you know doing pranks and hitting each other with stuff during the musical number and it's also funny just how badly all of them are at singing i think that makes it funnier and yeah yeah. and then it ends with knoxville doing the buster keaton of the the set saloon thing falling and like he lands perfectly yeah in the window yeah yeah but i also think as far as most uncomfortable stunt uh for this movie for me it's uh the fish hook and this is steve-o's on a boat and he 
digs a fishing hook a into giant his, hook giant hook into his gums and and it doesn't go clean through like you see him wrestling trying to shove that thing through his gum and then after that he jumps out of the boat into the ocean and he's like swimming around with sharks and stuff i i, I think just just the the image like the once it's in it's like all right it's in but the the grueling nature of the trying to dig it through is like that's the most painful thing and i'm like at least there's no blood you don't see any blood in it which is weird but yeah. but yeah and the also the other one is the leeches where they put leeches they put leeches they go, on, they like, go to india in this yeah. one yeah and there's a lot more india stuff in jackass 2.5 uh the bed of spikes one is just it was yeah the bed of nails in jackass 2.5 is hard yeah they put leeches like on parts of their bodies. Like, yeah, they put them on their penis and their nipples. Steve puts one on his eyeball. That yeah. that part is just a little too much for me. Like, it's. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I I think that there is a lot of funny stuff in this movie. Uh, this movie has the. Um, I'm trying to think of. Other oh, I forgot to mention the first movie. Another great one is the one where uh, Don puts the toy car up his ass. Yeah, that's a, that was like the big finale stunt for the first movie. The, the I just car. love the scene when they're in the car driving around where Steve O said he was going to do was originally going to do it. But then he talked to his parents about it and his father was not keen on it. He goes, it's kind of like when you're a kid and it's like you do something bad, but your parents don't say anything. But instead of like being mad at you, they just say, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed yeah. in you. Like, I mean, I just couldn't do it. You know, it's weird compared to all the stuff that Steve-O does in the series. Like he jumps in elephant shit and stuff like that. That's where they drew the line of shoving a car up your ass. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> anyway, but I think that this is probably uh, right under my favorite movie in the series, which is Jackass 3D. And we're going to jump into talking about Jackass 3D in a bit. But before we do that, I want to talk about some Wait, of... I didn't tell you my favorite. Oh, I thought you did. No, my Sorry. favorite stunt number two is the butt chug. Steve-O drinks a beer through his ass and then gets up and tries to squeeze it out. It doesn't all come out, so they grab the plunger from the bathroom and plunge his ass and all the beer comes out. But my favorite part is when he gets up and he starts squeezing all the beer out. Knoxville runs... I know, I don't remember if it's Knoxville or Bam goes to the camera and just goes, he's peeing like a girl. <laughs> that always makes me laugh. So yeah, before we get to Jackass 3D, I want to talk about some of the other stuff that happened with Jackass in between the release of two and three. Yeah, because there was a four-year span between this one and Jackass three. Just like there was a four-year span between the original and Jack, the original and this one. Yeah, a lot more stuff happened in between uh, the release of two and three for this, though. So first up was the JackassWorld.com twenty-four hour takeover on MTV. Yeah, they just said they were in control of the network for twenty-four hours. You know, it was one of those things where they did interstitials. They did. Considered lost media, I believe some of it. I think some you can find like hour long compilations on YouTube. I found a couple of, uh, of yeah, them, but some of it is still lost. I think. Yeah, there's that. probably some stuff that's still up, but like you could probably see a, a sizable chunk of it if you go on YouTube. I'll probably put yeah, some clips it's, it's in like, right now. It's like TRL, but it's got the jackass crew. It's whatever. The other thing that they did in between two and three was Matt Hoffman's tribute to Evil Knievel, which they had Johnny Knoxville and the Jackass crew doing some bike stunts and stuff like that. Yeah, and tribute to Evil Knievel, which I think is pretty nice. Yeah, especially because it's like it feels like these are guys who probably owe their entire career to like. Oh, Evil yeah, Knievel. they're like they I think they've said on occasions like that he's their hero yeah and i believe that 
Evil Knievel had died at around 2008 or something like that, right? Something like that. Let me look. Evil Knievel died 2007. Yeah, so he did die a little bit before uh, this. So, yeah, this was done in tribute of him. But yeah, I died at age 69. Nice. Nice. Uh, I mean, I mean, sad R.I.P. Sad R.I.P., but nice. Yeah. This is going to be the most intense thing I've ever witnessed. Jackass presents Matt Hoffman's tribute to Evil Knievel. I'm Johnny Knoxville, and I'm about to backflip this bike. Motocross superstar Travis Pastrana and some of the gnarliest athletes in the world join Johnny Knoxville in the death-defying, record-breaking tribute to their hero, Evil Knievel. Evil, I hope you're watching, because this is for you. Coming to DVD May 27th. I got blood shooting out my pee-pee. All right, so now let's get into Jackass 3D. Now, this is the big gimmick of this movie. It's right in the title. It's the 3D. It's literally, the, literally it's the only thing they could do to make this better is if, if they sent them to space. But space was out of the budget, yeah. so we put it in 3D. Yeah, this is the year right after Avatar, right after 3D became they a big used, craze. They, this wasn't converted 3D, though. They used the same cameras that James Cameron used in Avatar. Those cameras are over half a million dollars each, and they pooped on them and shot dildos at them <laughs> yeah yeah so in order to get funding for this they shot the helicopter scene which they used as like they, well, the for test the, for those of you who don't know the helicopter I was, chris yeah. pontius ties a string around his peepee and then they tie it to the end of a remote control helicopter and they fly the helicopter around and his dick is swinging they, over. The, the, they fly the helicopter specifically at the camera so it's shooting out in 3d at you and they use that as like the proof of concept for them to to get the green light to make jackass 3d <laughs> i wonder i wonder how they did that did they like go to james cameron and be like dude we need to borrow that camera for like 10 minutes i don't think he <laughs> he doesn't have it in his home it's probably just they went, yeah, to, they went to the set they went to universal and they were like hey that avatar movie can we borrow one of those cameras for like an hour <laughs> you know what it would surprise me if they shot it where avatar where they showed up to the avatar set like guys can we can you turn the camera this way for five minutes well i don't think they would have been on set like i feel like this was made in light of Avatar 3D becoming like a big success, like that was what yeah, for me. It's like, how did they, why did they let them use these expensive cameras to do this? <laughs> I can't believe that. Well, if they're paying for it, I mean, like, also, I guess uh, at least Lance didn't throw up on any of the 3D cameras. Oh, that's true. Oh, <laughs> yeah, poor Lance. Yeah. So the tagline for Jackass 3D: three times the laughs, three times the stupid, three times the pain, three times the D. Three, third time's the charm. Three's the magic number. Uh, the movie was released on October 15th of 2010. And this was the first Jackass movie that I saw in the theater. Same. We saw it together. I'd never seen a Jackass thing before. This was the first piece of Jackass material that I had ever watched. And I was 16. And you guys were excited about it. And I was like, yeah, I'll go with you guys. I never really watched Jackass before. I laughed myself stupid during this movie in it 3D. Was, it was such an experience. And I think that that's still... It was probably the number one theater experience I had in my life. Yeah. I, and, and, and to be honest, I feel like a lot of my residual love of jackass 3d right now and why it's my favorite movie in the series still probably is tied very specifically to the experience of seeing it in theaters in 3d for the first time because in 2010 there was so much bullshit converted 3d like there's the dog shit clash of the titans movie and like the alice in wonderland alice in wonderland avatar the last airbender movie like all these like shitty 3d movies where it's like pseudo not even real 3d like fake 3d because it's like after avatar 
everybody was like, what's the next 3D movie? I got to see another movie in 3D. And all of them were like, yeah, just hastily like converted, no, no immersion, just bullshit. And then seeing this in 3D where I'm like, this is real 3D. Shit's popping out at my face. And it's like, yeah, literally shit is popping out of my face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Literal shit. Yeah. I and- said, why did they not release Jackass 4 in 4D? Picture, picture like someone peeing on the camera and getting hit with a mist. Uh, or they poop and there's a smell that emits into the theater. Got it. Got Dude, that would be sick. It, it, I'd see it. I think you know what in a in a po- in a non-covid world maybe they would have done that. Maybe they would have gone for the that the, the extra experience. The extra century experience. They want people to see it in the theaters. How do you get people into theaters? Give them a gimmick. Right? I will say though the Jackass 4 in the theater like there's not been a lot of like, you know, like people credit like oh spider-man no way home is like that's the return of movie theaters that's the traditional movie theater experience but like seeing jackass in a theater is such a it's such an unlike any other movie yeah, theater and there's experience. no there's no smelly man children in colored underwear seeing yeah, the movie no, so and the only time that people are audibly uh reacting to stuff are things that that warrant it yeah like they're not clapping being, after scenes yeah, like steve-o shows up and i clapped yeah, the, the, yeah the, the good guys won. Please yeah. clap. Yeah. <laughs> but, terrible movies. Yeah, uh, but no, but, but yeah, and Jackass 4 was also very financially successful, at least not to the extent that this movie is, and we'll get that, we'll get to that COVID. soon. COVID! Yeah, but let's talk, let's watch the first, the trailer for Jackass 3D. This isn't the best idea ever. <laughs> when Time Magazine... 3D, the future of movies. We doubt this is what they had in mind. You're taking it to a whole other level. Yeah. Look pretty happy about it. Santa did have a couple last night, so uh, this ain't gonna feel too good. How much have you been? Have five! So the trailer for Jackass 3D, it shows it starts out with another dramatic quote reading. Uh, the, the narrator says, like, when Time magazine said that 3D was the future of movies, I bet they didn't think that this was what they had in mind. And then it's like and it's Jackass and it's reveal like, oh, they're Jackass 3D. And no, Knoxville- no, they're doing Jackass again. Yeah. <laughs> Knoxville is on uh, is on a jet ski and he, yeah, he jumps out of a pool. Yeah. Yeah. So some of the other highlighted stunts that were heavily shown in the trailers, the, uh, every trailer for Jackass 3D kind of ended with the high five bit. Yeah. Yeah. And we're it's like the first stunt they do in the movie. So it's like, all right, let's get the one that you've seen. Yeah, out of every the way TV already. spot has the high five. For those you don't know, it's a giant spring loaded hand that's in a doorway. And people walk through the doorway and they let go of the hand and it springs out and smacks them. And when I say big, I mean, like, this is like a six foot hand. 
and it's it knocks them flat on their ass it's yeah. hilarious yeah it's like at this point they had the budget to like build big contraptions and big stuff like yeah. that but uh the other big thing that was shown in all the trailers like one of the big signature stunts from this movie is the steve-o in the bungee corded porta potty thing yeah they put a porta potty they tied a giant bungee cord to a porta potty with two it's essentially a big bungee a big rubber band tied to two giant cranes so the porta potty shoots up and then bounces down yeah and he's just covered covered literally human and animal shit literally my my biggest fear in life like honestly i could probably do most of the stunts in the jackass thing. Oh, I'm not saying mostly. Like, I, 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 I gotta say, who the fuck are you? <laughs> no, yeah. But I'm saying, like, I, I would never do. Th- I could never do this yeah, one. Yeah. Like, and there's a part of the movie when uh, the tether, when like the t-ball one, where Stevo is like in a little, uh, is in like a speedo, and they're they hit. A, they have a t-ball thing, so it's it's a ball on a on a, a spinning thing. You know, it's like a T with yeah. a ball and it spins when yeah. you hit it. And someone hits hits the ball and it don't hit, hits it. Yeah. yeah. Hits the ball and it hits Steve O in the nuts. And before that, he's like, I'm Steve O. Why, why do I have to be Steve O? Like, that's what you're crying over. You're gonna jump and do a fucking porta potty full of shit. I would I would so take a baseball to the nuts instead of doing that. <laughs> Uh, to be fair, he didn't look too happy before the no, party thing either. Was, <laughs> you'd see it in the trailer where he's just sitting there like, yeah, this is my life, I guess. Like, yeah, he definitely, I would have to take like 10 Zans before that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, the, they did a, a little variation on the logo for this one because they have, you know, the jackass logo, skull and crossbones, uh, but... Uh, they put little red and blue 3D glasses on. It's the cute. Skull. It's cute. Yeah, they're having like fun it. with it. They're having fun with it. Yeah. Some of the other uh, famous. There's the explosion behind Johnny Knoxville. That's a classic yeah. So one. that was that was used. That was like the DVD cover of like the the end of the movie where he's like, I'm ending this movie, and he blows up the thing, and there's a big explosion that blows up the set. There's Johnny Knoxville on the jet ski was a poster. Johnny Knoxville getting hit with the bull, which again, Johnny Knoxville loves getting hit with bulls to the the extent of in Jagged Forever where it like literally almost killed him. Like, yeah, yeah. He got yeah. He landed straight on his head. Uh, Jackass 3D also has a poster. Yeah, I feel like they they didn't capitalize on like the 3D gimmick for a lot of the posters. Like you would expect some of these posters would be like stuff flying out at you. Uh, no, the they lo- went with the, it went with the same style as the other posters. They didn't have to. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. I would have expected like they would have had like 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 they have one of the Knoxville on the jet ski, but it's like him going at it like an X axis. Maybe if it was like going out at you, like he was. 3d shooting at you in the jet ski or something like that anyway uh so let's um so a little bit of like other piece of additional material cross-promotion material or product placement if you will for mtv properties yeah mtv properties uh beavis and butthead opened this movie as like a little demonstration of the 3d gimmick and it was meant to tie in with there was a new beavis and butthead revival coming on to mtv around the same time if any of you are curious it's mid. It's not I mean, if good. you're seeing the movie, you're going to end up seeing the scene. Well, uh, no, no, I'm talking about the Beavis and Butthead series. It, the Beavis and Butthead revival was mid. All right. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't great. Yeah. This has. Um, yeah. If you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough is on here. Covered by Karen O. Of yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah's. Yep. Of Great. the Where the Wild Things Are soundtrack, one of the best fucking movie soundtracks of all time. Uh, and then the movie ends with Weezer 
with memories by Weezer. Yeah, and the Rivers cast- Cuomo is in this movie. Yep, and the cast sings the song. And the, Bad band. Yeah, and the, the Weezer album that this song is off of, Hurley, had was uh, released around the same time as this. Yep, yep. And the, the, at the end credits, there's a big childhood photo montage of all the characters, of all the cast of Jackass, set to this song. Yeah, it's good. A, it's a good. Uh, got it. Although About, this this movie this this soundtrack though not as long as the other ones. I mean, it has some notable names. You know, Karen O, Weezer, Twisted Sister, Roger Allen, Wade again, Smut Peddlers. There's a band called Cockspar. <laughs> Never heard of it, but that sounds awesome. Yeah, CKY, Gang Green. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I do love this the. It probably has the weakest soundtrack yeah. out of the three. Although I will say, I do love the little needle drop the song when when Johnny Knoxville's in in the buffalo uh, pen and is singing. You can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Jackass 3D, the Rotten Tomatoes reviews is a 66 percent this time, a, a little bit higher than the first movie. Uh, I mean, than the second movie. The critics consensus reads the Jackass gang might be running out of gross out stunts, but the installment contains plenty of brilliantly brain dead comedy and the 3D adds a pungent new dimension. Pungent. Pungent. You know, you, you could really you could smell this movie. Metacritic a 56. So we're back into the yellow on this um, on Metacritic. Uh, 56, uh, 56 out of 100. 10 positive, 10 mixed, three negative. Best review reads. What's astonishing is that the movie is not a half-baked production. The spectacle now looks spectacular. Wesley Morris, the Boston Globe, 88 out of 100. He's right. I mean, yeah, this is the, I mean, as far as like, you know, film quality, this is the best looking movie in the series. I mean, yeah. and I mean, if you're in 3D shooting with fucking James Cameron avatar cameras, I mean, it can't not look the best out of all of these that were like, you know, shot on fucking handheld video footage and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and the worst review reads, oh, and one more thing, the comedy of Jackass 3D has in common with the divine comedy. Neither of them is funny. Kyle Smith of New York Post. New York Post again. Yeah. 12 out of, tw- out of 100. Can, can, we, can we stop with these types of reviews? Like, you've been making the same review for Jackass for fucking 10 years now. Yeah. <laughs> can yeah. you these stop? Are, guess what? These movies are not funny. Like, you, oh God. you know what? You bet you bet, you're not funny. Bet, yeah, I bet you really think you're really smart. <laughs> yeah, at the yeah. New York Post. Fucking New York Post. You're a fucking tabloid yeah. newspaper at best. You're yeah. a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. The box office for Jackass 3D. This is the highest grossing movie uh, in the series by a long shot. Opening weekend, $50 million. <laughs> Opened up against Red. What is 20. Red? It's that movie with Bruce Willis and Morgan Freeman where they're like old people, but it's an action movie. And the only thing I know about that that's significant and probably would be a, a, a good cinema marketing thing is for Red 2. There was that uh, junket where... Bruce Willis was sitting there and he was just annoyed at the interviewer and he's just like listen I don't give a shit about like I'm just oh, selling yeah, yeah, the yeah. movie like oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't give a shit yeah uh the budget for Jackass 3D was 20 million dollars so a whole 10 million dollars more than the second movie yeah, but I, I still bet, I bet a couple million of that went yeah, to the cameras yeah, yeah. yeah but also yeah still chump change when it comes to like you know big yeah, yeah. movie studio productions total worldwide gross was 171 million dollars for this movie yeah breaking the hundreds for this one Sick. and 
And yeah, I mean, it's it, it was a big spectacle movie that like deserved to be seen in the theater. So the this one made a, a triumphant return to the MTV Movie Awards and not a Razzie or a Stinker's Bad Movie in sight because uh, this is a, a really good movie and nobody would dislike it. But uh, best jaw dropping moment went to Stevo for the uh, cat for the uh, porta potty bungee jump shit thing. Yeah, this movie was released on Blu-ray and DVD on March eighth of two thousand eleven. Did not get released on three D Blu-ray. It got though. released. The DVD and Blu-ray does have a red blue version. It comes with red and blue 3D glasses, but funny you bring that up because actually there was no 3D Blu-ray release, and the 3D cut of this movie is actually considered lost media. Yeah, I at a time yeah. there was a streaming rental service called 3D Go, where you could rent the movie to watch on your 3D TV, but that service closed down in 2016. So it's totally inaccessible now. Supposedly, there's rumors. There's somebody online claiming that they have a rip of that 3D Go version, but it hasn't been confirmed. So if you saw it in the theater, you witnessed a piece of lost media. Yeah, we did. Jackass 3 is fine. The 3D version of Jackass 3D is gone. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm surprised it wasn't released on 3D Blu-ray because like they were trying to get all the things. But anyway, so yeah. So also this movie had a 0.5 version, Jackass 3.5. Uh, we didn't end up watching this one. We it, this I was one a is, little jackassed out. Yeah, no, I, I have been jackassed out for a little bit. Like after four straight movies uh, in a row, plus like a lot of like, you know, clips of the show and like Jackass 2.5 and stuff. Yeah. And this one also is the longest one it's about it might be longer than the first movie it's like an hour and 25 minutes Yeah, it's like a full movie yeah so so i mean i have not watched jackass 3.5 but i have it we will watch it yeah at some point in the future maybe one when we feel like returning to jackass uh on our own time we'll do it so favorite scene what's your favorite part of jackass 3d and is there anything in this movie that is too hard to watch because i think that this one and the reason why i like this one is that it's all of the big crazy like stunts and like you know it's a lot more the physical action because they, had to, because they had to make it interesting in 3d yeah and there's not too much gross shit like there's yeah. the steve-o porta potty shit and that's probably the limit as far uh, as grossness well but the rest of the movie i don't think actually i think they they have more of like the the action stunts and stuff that i like most about yeah. jackass and like less of the stuff that i don't love as much my favorite uh stunt from jackass 3 is uh a dave england stunt david dave england for those you don't know can poop on command so there is a scene where it's like there's a toy train it's like playing the classic like like a little it's like a little diorama city and it zooms out and there's a hill covered in grass and moss and you start to hear a gurgling and the hill starts moving and you realize that's not a hill that's a butt shit projectile shit comes out like a volcano vertically shoots up into the air dude it was horrible like i could smell it like yeah. i could fucking smell so it like the angle that he was at like he had like his legs his over knees his... were at his head yeah, yeah. underneath it like they cut a hole in a table and he had his ass through the hole in the table yeah that there's shit there and again like the 3d gimmicks there there's also like the 
3D shoot giant dildos in slow motion at yeah. the camera. Uh, the opening scene. I was gonna say, what's your favorite opening of the move of of any of these three movies? Because we got so the first sh- one was the shopping cart. Second one was the running of the bulls. And then this third movie is like it's kind of like a like a slow motion like like montage. Oh, I uh, like the second one. Yeah, I think the, the running of the bulls. I think is great. Yeah, I think that the third movie has a good opening for like especially showing off it that they show off a lot of the 3D stuff in it. Yeah, like it's, they got shoot- that, it's got the the what's it called the boys are the kids are back by yeah. twisted sister which is a fucking kick-ass song to open with yeah and it's like they shoot paintballs in 3d at you so yeah. it's like a, a lot of like done to show off the 3d gimmick and i think i still think that this movie does work without 3d because it's still just a jackass movie uh and there's not too much that like lingers on 3d to where it's like you you wouldn't be able it would like lose its effect otherwise but yeah, so I think that that uh, my favorite stunt in Jackass 3D. Oh, I think I think my favorite bit is uh, the Wee Man bar fight. I think that <laughs> yeah, there's a scene where Wee Man is with another little person at a bar, and then a third little person comes in. It's like, hey, that's my girlfriend, and he goes, well, it's my girlfriend now. Walks out, brings in another little person, and they all fight. It's like a gang and then of a little, bunch of little people came in, come in, like just as cops beating up the beating yeah, up then the cops come in. And then fucking little people paramedics come in. Yeah, no, that's uh, it's hilarious. Yeah, because they they play around with a lot of like we we men being a little person, like in the like they do stuff with like Preston and we man and stuff like that. Where this one, yeah, like, just, the, and then they just have we man kick himself in the head. <laughs> but yeah, so so that is what we're going to ask as the uh, question of the week. So it's not a poll. It's not four options. We're just gonna send out what is your favorite stunt. From any of the Jackass movies, uh, you can even include Jackass Forever if you want. We're gonna stick to the first three just for right now. I think what what would you say is your favorite stunt in all of Jackass? My favorite stunt, you know what? It's funny I didn't mention it in number two. The one that I think about a lot. There's a scene in number two where they have a professional card thrower, and like he throws these cards, they could break through newspaper and shit. They have what they do is they have Wee Man come in and they they tell Wee Man we're gonna have this guy throw a card at your ass just. Take your pants down and sit on this stool. The stool is electrified. So when they press a button, it lets a shock out. So like, okay, Wee Man, sit on the stool. One, two, three. The guy pretends to throw a card and they shock him. So Wee Man's like, oh shit, that card really hurts my ass. They do it a few more times. And then he realizes, wait a minute. He go, Wee Man goes, there's a machine in here. So they're like, oh man, he figured us out. He figured the stool's electrocuted. He goes, where's the fucking card throwing machine? <laughs> yeah. Fucking idiot. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. Um, that one's fucking great. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I think that I'm trying to think of what my favorite. I think I laughed the most watching these three movies. I laughed the most during Wasabi Snooters in Jackass 1. Yeah, Wasabi uh, Snooters is excellent. Although I will say that in the theater, though, seeing the giant dildo shoot out in 3D at me, like I couldn't breathe. Like I was. <laughs> you were also 16. So yeah, I know. Helped. It was the great. It was the best thing for a 16 year old to see. Um, and I'd say if we're bringing to Jackass 4, I think that uh, my favorite, the part of Jackass 4 is when it's not even a stunt it's just Preston accidentally shits his pants while setting up for saying and he's just like I think I shit my pants yeah. I think I shit my pants and they just don't even do the stunt they're like okay Preston shit himself we gotta stop call it a day uh, and you see the, the shit in the underwear like, yeah well there's also the great prank they play on Bam in number two with the hey man you crying yeah yeah B- Bam has like a, a deathly fear of snakes he thinks he's pulling a prank on, on Jeff Tremaine yeah and and then they he- lock him in a trailer and the floor falls out and there's fake snakes in there 
and then they throw a real snake in and he freaks the fuck out. He's literally hanging on like a cartoon character to the edge of the of the trailer. And Knoxville comes up to him and is like, hey, man, are you crying? And he just goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's nothing else to talk about other than just we could just sit here and talk about like, oh, remember that part in Jackass? Remember that part in Jackass 2? We could sit here and do that for hours. But I think we, we've gone through all of like the significant marketing stuff and all of like the meat and potatoes of this episode. So let's just close it out. Rating for each movie out of 10. Oh, each one. I thought we were doing it as a whole. If okay. you want to do it as a whole. No, no. So the second one is nine for the second one. The first one is like seven and a half. And the third one is an eight and a half. Hmm. Okay. I, I think that for me, I I think if you're rating these movies on like, you know, what they are, <laughs> these are stupid movies. These are dumb comedies and they're fun. I think that the first two I would give like, I'd give like a very respectable high, like six, which is like a good comedy. Those two movies specifically, though, they they are a bit of diminishing returns every time I go back to them. And there's a lot of sequences, especially in, in two that I think go on a little bit too long and I'm not as uh, in love with. I think that some of them can get a little bit repetitive. And then three, I would give a seven. Like, I think that three is the most enjoyable movie out of all of them. It, it has the most big, like high budget, high production stunts that I enjoy. If you like the original Jackass, like for what it was, like this grunge underground, like, you know, DIY, like punk rock thing that is kind of gone by three. And I can understand if that's like, you know, not as appealing. But like, I think that at least for someone like me, where that was my first Jackass movie, I think that that is now like what I think of as like the peak of what Jackass is. So that's where I would say uh, I would think of those. And then for the rating out of 10, we could just do all of these as a whole. Like, what would you say that the the marketing for these movies would be? 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. <laughs> you know exactly what you're getting into. It did, it did what it had to do. The posters streamlined. Perfect. The trailers. Perfect. They're funny. They show you exactly what you want. They don't. They don't give you false hope as to what the movie is. Yeah, they. They all. It, to be fair, this they knew this was an easy movie to market. Yeah, and that's what they did. I think that yeah, that's probably why I can't give it a ten because it's like yeah, it's such an easy movie to market. They they know what their audience is and they know exactly what type of movies there are. So they like did the, the level, right. So they did yeah, the right thing, yeah, but you can't give them a ten. For no, I'm saying no, I'm saying that's like the level of difficulty for marketing is not so there. What? Like, so what? Who cares? I'll give these a, like, if a test. If if I gave you a test for a kindergartner and you got every question right, am I going to say yeah? But you didn't get a hundred. Am I going to get a scholarship for that? No, no. But you're going to get a hundred out of a hundred on the test, and that's what I'm doing here. You got a they got a hundred. It got a ten out of ten. <laughs> all right i don't know if i'm gonna go on that same logic because i'm still waiting i'm like i still don't know what i would consider a 10 out of 10 for marketing to be uh why not this i don't what, know what, what's the negative what's keeping it from being a 10 i uh don't say I, it's too easy marketing is marketing it, i'll just give it a 10 Who there cares? you go just see, i don't, I just don't want to argue with this anymore it's jackass all, is it's, the all 10. Sem it's all semantics jackass is the 10 this whole podcast is semantics it's bullshit yeah. it's made up i will say though it, it was I'll say, though, you know what? There, there was not enough. Like, I think that I was scrounging too much to try to find shit for this movie for like marketing stuff. But a lot of it is just like one trailer for each movie, like very limited poster selection. Like, there's not much. They didn't have crazy budgets. I know. Like, I'm trying. That's I'm, I'm trying to like see like they what relied on word of mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, there's a movie where a guy eats horse shit and drinks horse cum. Do you want to watch it? Like, <laughs> I mean, but they also like a lot of the marketing is just like the built-in fan base for Jackass already that is going to go see it no matter what. Yeah, so, so they'll they'll spread it by word of mouth to other people. They they knew what they were doing. Yeah. MTV knows what they're doing. They're yeah. going to be around forever. 
you know, I do think that that is especially like the progression of each movie where it's like the first movie is like the jump from TV to movie. The second movie is how do you make a sequel to that movie? And then the third movie is we're making it in 3D. And the fourth movie is they're old. Yeah, they're older. It's 10 years later. It's like the 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 fourth. Like, it's like the reboot movie. Like yeah. the, <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was it was a good reboot. It was, yeah, yeah. It was good. Yeah. So that is the end of Jackass. And I think at this point, now that Jackass Forever is over, I think we could definitively say that this is the end of Jackass at this point. Like they have kind of definitively said that this is the last movie. Like even though the third movie ended with like the photo montage of them as children and stuff, you think like, oh, that's the, the final send off. But now they had this one is like definitively like we cannot do this shit anymore. Like this is the end of Jackass. Although to be fair, all those new guys, poopies and all those other guys, yeah. they might do something. Lady they Jackass. Might, they might they might uh, continue the Jackass name, and I'd be here for it because the new cast members they got are very good. Yeah. With the exception of the uh, comedian woman, she didn't get enough screen time. Yeah. I would I would be so down for like a whole team of Lady Jackass. Just oh, I would love to see <laughs> Lady Jackass. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's the end of Jackass. Uh, our episode on it. Uh, if you want to find us on social media, you could go to our Instagram page, uh, Cinema Marketing Podcast. I'll probably post a lot of Jackass stunts and Jackass related materials on the stories there, and you could see all the posters and the stuff that we were talking about in this episode on our Instagram at Cinema Marketing Podcast. Um, if you want to find us on Twitter at Cinema Market Pod, that is where we will have the question of the week: What is your favorite Jackass stunt? And you could write into us what is your favorite stunt from any of the Jackass movies? Go on Twitter, send it in. We'll read them on the next episode. And uh, there, f- if you want to find me on our personal uh, Instagrams, you want to give yours out if you want. Yeah, it's Slavage underscore vibe check. Yeah, and mine is on Twitter and Instagram at the Kino Man. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll leave you for a little teaser for what our next episode is going to be. Coming soon to theaters. soon to theaters. Remember, Quasimodo, this is your sanctuary. Disney animated classics comes our 34th full-length feature film The Hunchback of Notre Dame